0: Welcome back to Country Tough with Brandy Von Holten. Today, I have a guest that's been around us for at least 10 years, okay, here at Von Holton Ranch, and we're going to get into all the different things that she has done here, but her name is Diana Thebo Markworth, okay, so it is Markworth and not Marksworth, right,
1: Right, there's
0: no S in there. No S in there. Okay, so Diana, oh my goodness, Diana is a Mustang. She's a Mustang wealth of knowledge. She has done so many different things with Mustangs. But here at Von Holton Ranch, oh my gosh, you have done, oh my God, our cowgirl challenges. You have done, I, what, ETS, AHCA, EXCA, C, I think you I don't know if, you, yeah, you've done C-T-2-V. You, I think you've mm-hmm. taken clinics here. You've taken clinics that I've done. Yep. I think you've taken clinics yep. at Lee Hart. Have you done a Lee Hart clinic here?
1: Yes, and then I came and watched uh, Wileen there also. I yep. don't think I participated. I think I was just auditor.
0: Yeah, you have done so many. I mean, you have been a competitor. You have taken clinics. You've camped. You have... <laughs> you've you've been a judge, you've done all sorts of stuff with us, like and then the the biggest thing that you did here was you were our first wedding before we had the wedding barn, <laughs>
1: yeah, that then, was quite an experience <laughs> oh
0: man, yeah, the weather, man, in November, it's either wonderful or it's not, and the weekend that you got married on, it was brutally cold. I remember that, so.
1: Yeah, I think it was the worst weekend in November that year.
0: Yeah. And then your husband, we used to host these 5Ks, and uh, one time I had a scary one, and I even had him out in the woods with, like, uh, what, a Jason mask on or something with, I don't know, a machete or a chainsaw or something. So, yes. and, oh, and yeah. And you've even done kickboxing with me. You've literally done. A, a couple. Yep. Yeah. You've done some crazy things with it. You haven't done a chicks in the sticks yet, and I think that's about it. But everything else, you're like, what's Brandy doing? So
1: yeah, I missed the the, the cowgirl challenges, but yeah, I that was probably those the, too. that was probably the funnest.
0: Yeah, okay, but uh, the stuff that we offer here, that is nothing. Even that's not even that's just like a little sprinkle into everything that you do. So. Let's go ahead and tell them about what all you do. Tell them your past with your Mustangs and what all else you've done.
1: Well, I started adopting Mustangs in 1989 with my first Mustang, who was uh, a young guy. He stayed guy in his whole life. But we competed in everything. We had done um, eventing, um, some dressage, uh, dabbled a little bit in endurance. Um, started trick riding when I was 41 on him. He was uh, 14 at the time. Um, had done parades, trail rides, clinics, um, a lot of fun shows, a little bit of everything. He was broke to drive, and I gave lessons on him. He was just a good all round horse.
0: So that was your first experience. With that kind of experience, I see why you love the Mustangs, because that's, a, that's some big um, horseshoes to fill for another horse.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So, how yeah. many mustangs have you adopted now, or what do you have right now?
1: Well, probably throughout these years since so since eighty nine, I've probably adopted a hundred horses. Um, some of them I've gentled and, and sold. Some of them I've kept and have passed away by now. Um, my old my first one passed away back in two thousand sixteen. And then I was on a quest to find another one from the same herd. So I ended up driving all the way to California and got another one from the exact same herd who was actually born. I got him a year later and he was born the year my my first horse died. And now we are dabbling in about as much stuff as we can do. <laughs> so <laughs> he's done um, obstacle clinics, jumping clinic, a dressage clinic, and endurance. He's done some endurance rides some 25 milers, which are considered, I guess, limited distance rides. Um, uh, Shooting clinic. I'm in the process of breaking him to drive. We've done some obstacles. Uh, done the CP2V at your place. Um, just recently did a working equitation intro show in Kansas, and um, I think we're just going to keep on trying new stuff until I find something that he's really good at and that we both like.
0: So, what is what's your draw to the Mustang?
1: Mm, they're hardy. They're very smart um uh, through the years i've had as many as seventy horses at a time here at my place um I've got close to a hundred acres to access to and very rarely did I ever have injury with the mustangs. Most all of them have always been mustangs that have been here, and most injuries were were not mustangs <laughs> they just um they're smart they're self preservation so it makes them economical to have They're easy keepers they got extremely hard feet you don't have a lot of the um inherited um, um, genetic things that come up with a lot of breeds just um, once you get them gentled and you're bonded with them they will do anything for you
0: so have you ever had one that was a hard nut to crack that you were oh. that exceeded exceeded what you were able to do
1: oh yeah I have and I've offered them to other people. Um, David Alexander got a horse from me. Um, he's a local trainer. Um, he had asked for a, was looking for a Mustang that he could start to show people his training methods and stuff. And I told him I have one that I, I haven't been able to crack. And if you're interested in him, you can have him. Yeah. And he eventually got him broke to ride. So uh, if, I, if they're out of my ability, I'm not afraid to pass them on to somebody else if, they, if, if, um, if I can find them a good home. And if not, they'll, I've I've had several older ones that have died here. Yep. Still un untrained. So
0: Well, you know, I my first mule, Jojo, he made me have a lot of confidence. So then I thought, Okay, well I can train mules <laughs> second mule I got mm-hmm. was Bricklin. It was a mule named Bricklin and Bricklin I think I paid like nine hundred dollars for her and then i it took me 28 days to be able to put my hands on her in a round pen and she even had a halter on and then it took me 6 months to be able to catch her out in into the in the pasture and then i spent 2 months of training on her with one of our amish trainers and then i sold that mule for $200 and i've never been so happy because he says that um you know, sometimes there's good mules that get bad training, and sometimes there's bad mules that get good training. And he says that he thinks she was a good mule, but had such she had a really um, white spot on her back where something must have just dug into her. And he said that she's wonderful, but then she would just break loose, and if you could ride it for about eight seconds, then you'd be okay. But it, he's like, you better be ready. So um, he saw, sold her to... So he, she needed one rider, didn't need a whole bunch of different riders, and needed somebody that was pretty handsy. And he thought that it would take probably a year, if not more, to get that out of her, and then you would have a good mule. And I'm like, oh, please help me place this thing, <laughs> you know. And uh, <laughs> I had I had overextended my abilities massively, like to the extreme, over you know estimated my abilities so you know it's a humble sandwich and it's hard boy you don't want to give up and you feel like you just need to go forward more but boy I've had some humble sandwiches before and then it reminds me of how much I need to appreciate the easy ones (laughs) for sure
1: right and I've had some very easy mustangs and I've had some that are tougher and generally uh, you know the old saying is the harder you they are, to start at the beginning, the better horse they're going to be, if you follow through with them, right. and I've had some that were pretty tough, and they turned out to be awesome horses, and it just took a while
0: so mm-hmm. how does, some of them are
1: they're just like people, they got different personalities so oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, if somebody wanted to get into mustangs, so you know I see a lot of uh, very novice people that have never had a horse before, and they're like oh I want to adopt a Mustang, and I'm just like Ooh, I think you need to get one into a TIP program, you know, and then maybe take some lessons and go from there. But, um, yep. you've, you've done the TIP program before. Can you tell people about that program?
1: Yeah, I was part, I've been part of the TIP program probably for going on 15 or 20 years now, whenever they started, I can't remember when they started it, but, um, uh, the trainer what the a tip approved trainer which is through the Mustang Heritage Foundation it's a, co- a cooperative uh, effort between the BLM and the Mustang Heritage Foundation to help place horses and into homes with people that may not have as much experience but the horse gets some training with the tip trainer so the tip trainer would go pick up a mustang that's wild take it to their place do the training on it and once it's gelled and it passes the five requirements which is catch halter lead load in a trailer and pick up their feet then they start searching for an adopter and the adopter does the paperwork and adopts the horse, pays the girl and management $125 and then they get the horse. And the, the bonus is the trainer gets paid from the Mustang Heritage Foundation so the the new adopter does not have to pay for that training and the new adopter only has to have five foot tall fence. Whereas with you, if you went and got a wild one that's an adult horse, you have to have a six foot tall fence. And then it helps beginners and new people that are not familiar with mustangs or don't have the facilities it helps them to be able to get a mustang that's already got a head start and it's been jumbled
0: okay so you have just recently got selected for a pretty big deal right like there's a huge mustang um what an extravaganza what is that event called and tell me what all you're going to be doing there
1: Okay, it's called the Mustang Summit, and from what I'm gathering, I've seen there's been several of them around. There was one out in California when, um, Lisanne Feard rode her Mustangs from um, Delaware to California, and at the end there was this Equist Festival, and they had a Mustang Summit there. But um, the one in West Cliff, Colorado, uh, September 29th through October 1st, they're going to have clinicians, they're going to have singers, they're going to have speakers, they're going to have other trainers doing demos. Um, all kinds of things geared just all about the Mustangs. You know, I think there's going to be a movie, uh, a little bit of a movie premiere or something that they're doing. Um, there's just a lot of stuff going on. It's all Mustang people, Mustang trainers, people that support the, the Mustangs. Um, they are going to like what I'm going to do. I have a one hour demo each day, Friday, Saturday and Sunday at 10 a.m. in the morning. And my focus is going to be showing the versatility of the Mustangs. And so I'm going to do some different stuff with my horses. Um, I'm going to have two of them there. My, my youngest granddaughter and my daughter are going to be there with me. And we'll just show people some of the things that they can do and then have a booth and a stall where the horses will be that people can come and visit with us afterwards.
0: What's the dates on that event?
1: Okay, so that was September 29th through October 1st.
0: Okay, So what are some things that you're going to showcase?
1: Uh, Well, since Cruiser right now is in the process of of being drove or being broke to drive, I'm planning on driving him a little bit, maybe doing a little driving course, uh, set up some obstacles, some jumps, possibly do um, some little like dressage type maneuvers and stuff, just showing people that they can learn and do just as good at um, different disciplines as any other horse. There's lots of Mustangs in upper-level competitions, all different kinds of disciplines. You can usually find a Mustang there doing it.
0: You know, with me, I have um, I have quarter horses, and then I have um, mules. And I get so many times that people, they're like, I didn't know you could ride a mule. I thought they were just pack animals. So, like, you know, the barriers of the Mustang is a lot of times the barriers of a mule as well, of people just... Um, don't know that they can do everything that they can do.
1: Right, right. I've been showing the Mustangs since, since um, like 91 when I first started showing Cody. And back then you never saw Mustangs at any kind of events, especially upper level stuff. And now there are Mustangs doing um, upper level dressage, eventing. Um, Just recently won, won pretty good honors at a a reigning horse competition. um, Well,
0: and then, here, let's talk about something else that you do. Are you still transporting?
1: Um, not so much. I Too many miles on my vehicle, and I have a lot of things I want to do on my, for myself and my horses. So especially with this uh, Mustang Summit coming up, I've really cut back on um, how much I was transporting so I could spend more time driving for myself, going to clinics and competitions and stuff.
0: Okay, um, if somebody wanted to get in touch with you, then how could they do that? Are you are you training horses? Do you have horses for sale? Like, what all do you have to offer people right now?
1: Um, a couple times a year, I pick up um, training horses. I've got one in now that's already spoken for. Um, and then uh, occasionally, if I can transport while I'm going to a competition or already on a trip for myself, I can haul a horse. Um, I'll usually... Um, advertise on Facebook that I have you know room in the trailer, but um, I, you can always reach me through my Facebook page, which is Diana Sebo Markworth.
0: Okay, all right. Well, hey, thank you very much for joining me on Country Tough with Brandy Von Holton.